0: And welcome to the Salty Boys Podcast.
1: You've been maddeningly
2: unhelpful then, sir.
0: I tried.
2: Watch out, man. (laughs) (laughs) We have Foley now. We have the budget. (laughs) There's not enough gold in the world to make me headbutt that can of tin. I heard he was going to sell that little
0: inkwell you... That
2: motherfucker!
0: The Salty Boys Podcast. Welcome back to...
3: The Not Salty Boys. No, it's The Salty Boys. It's not The Salty Boys. The Low the salty Sodium boys. boys podcast. This is Kikoman. D- yeah, so- I was just <laughs> going to say that. <laughs> this is General So's taking over with our dulcet tones. I'm the DM. I'm the DM now. Look at me. It's, uh, it's Sawyer, not Yardley. I didn't look DM. at him. He, he said, look at me. I'm the DM now. Sitting directly to my right. Sitting directly to my right. Can you count to your right? Other right. <laughs> Sitting directly to my right. What do I say? You're Hello. that good enough. <laughs>
2: talk, to <you. laughs> talk, talk to the mic. Close. Go up to the you mic. You can pull it closer to your face Hello? if you want. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. It's you, me. I'm Christy. Pull it like that.
1: I'm Christy.
3: There you go. She will not be playing. She's just observing. But you, she will be soon.
0: Very soon. <laughs>
3: Sitting directly to her left is uh, you
0: <laughs> is me the dm <laughs> not me
3: <laughs> but sitting two spaces to my right
0: <laughs> jesus christ, christ. This, time. this is way <laughs> too complicated uh i am Kronk and i am playing salvatore manikine
3: can you
0: That's spell a, that for me uh s i know how to spell salvatore s S. S S S S. K
3: M A N A K H E I M. K I N. Close enough. K I N E.
0: K I N E.
3: K I N. Mankind. Yes, I, I said Mankind. Okay. How much HP does he have?
0: 18. Oh,
3: that's right. We're
0: little boys here.
3: um Sitting parallel
2: to him. Jesus. You were in uh, school for next year because of math. This is your fault. I'm practicing.
1: Yeah, didn't you take Edging? Math 101A and B,
2: Shepard? <laughs> I did. I also did, so I can't talk. I passed.
0: <laughs> not, my,
2: my character tonight, this is AR, being be, being being not any of the orcs that I play. My character tonight is Grambo Crambo. <laughs> <laughs> not related to Mr. Rambo.
3: God <sighs> damn it. All right. How much HP does Grambo Crambo have? Did you all roll, by the way, your 4d6? It, yeah. Okay, cool.
2: Yeah, it made it. Give me your HP, thirty. That's why I only have ten strength.
3: <laughs> He's a monk, and they sitting get... perpendicular to him, finding y equals mx plus b. Jesus, is so our y lovely... equals bm plus c? Ooh, Desmin.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm it's... the
3: DM again. <laughs>
2: yes. The real
1: DM. <laughs> oh, it's not me this time. I'm, I'm because I'm playing again. The tonight. I am playing Errol
3: Wavestrife, the Seeker. Oh shit! How do you, Can you? Uh, is it E R R I L? E R R O L. You were close. Errol Wavestrife. Wavestrife. W A I F. Okay. S T R I F E. Cool. And how much HP does Wavestrife have? <laughs>
1: Guess. Uh, twelve. <laughs> uh, close. He has ten HP. <laughs> Jesus. At level three? <laughs> he's a small boy. Jesus. <laughs> he's a he's a wizard with no cons. Big so. plant boy. Oh man. Is it Francis? We're worse than dead. <laughs> he's slightly better off than
3: Blade was, but not much. Jesus Christ. Um, sweet. So we're gonna go ahead and get started in the lovely town of Altair.
2: Ooh. I love the sound of a cell phone creating interference.
3: I'm going uh, to be Dr. Tudor for a second. It's
2: fine.
3: It's really okay. We don't care. We don't get paid to do this. It actually, it
2: actually doesn't show up as bad as it used to. Yeah. So. And even if we got paid, we still wouldn't care. <laughs> yes. Yeah, <No. we> <laughs> yeah. Also, you can get on the Wi-Fi if you need, and that should be better. If you didn't see the – you can just, like, get up and put the code in your phone. Anyways, we're starting in Altair. So we're starting in the kingdom of Altair. This is a
3: lovely, bustling merchant uh, kingdom. It's split into uh, three levels – so you have the uh, it's split into three different rings of the city. So as you as you progressively get more into the city, more into the kingdom, you get a um, you get pretty much a lot more monies going through all the way up to the uh, to the castle there. So we have the uh, we have the outer ring, which is pretty much like your peasant kind of living, and um, it's uh, a little bit grassy, not necessarily all the paved roads, a little bit more dirt road kind of stuff, rocky paths. Um, this is where, I mean, a lot of people honestly just kind of live to survive. They mostly go out hunting on the, uh, kind of on the plains. They go out to the, uh, or they go in town sometimes to go off the docks to fish if they don't get caught. And it also houses the barracks, the barrackses. So it's split up, you have your housing kind of on the left side, your barracks on the right side, which holds kind of the reserve troops to be sure that everything in the front stays all right. And then there's an oddly placed set of gallows kind of tore off to the. Off to the right of the uh, of the entrance, um, and outside you have some farmland, and there's a really nice natural rock face that also kind of acts as a wall. But it's a very very safe kind of secure wall. So you think Bossing Se, almost, if you've ever seen. I acknowledge my
1: defeat at Bossing see the Dragon of the West.
3: Um, and then you get into Prince <laughs> Oh shit, that was. Good. Thanks, man. And, and then working we get- on my eyebrow is a good eyebrow.
1: All I can say is like Prince Zuko. If I TV try oh. to ask me to talk like you, him fuck You got like, you got to get a little deeper, Prince Zuko.
3: No, fuck off, it's too deep. So then you get into um somewhere in the middle. So we've already lost Grambo Crambo. He's dead. <laughs> He's already dead. Crambo's dead.
2: <laughs> Grambo Crambo is dead. Jeez. <laughs> he killed himself. God, you
3: <laughs> they're awesome. And we get into we uh, so we get into the inside of the, of the um the city a little bit more, which is the with uh, the merchant ring. So you have the outer ring, merchant ring, and the inner circle. That's what they kind of call it, colloquially. But the merchant ring obviously houses all the merchants. All the ships come through there. This is where kind of like your more skeevy underbelly deals are going to happen if people are kind of going around trying, trying to wheel and deal. Um, but it houses. It's like again, it's like kind of like your middle class area. Not too bad. Not too uh, not too shabby. At the clo- again, the closer you get towards the towards the castle and towards the um, the actual inner circle is where you'll start to see more like Fifth Avenue kind of stuff. You think more New York a little bit. Then you get to the inner circle. Big fucking castle in the inner circle. Big fucking castle. It's um, adorned with like this nice green – almost almost like a – sorry, not green. Gold and a, a red-hued dragon emblem that everyone pretty much knows as um, King Rhone's dragon as Crane. So he's he's been pretty much the symbol of the king. The king kind of took power back in those days um, with the uh, with the help of a dragon uh, because he tamed it, and now they have it's now they have a very nice friendship. Long live the king, King Rome. That's him. Anyway, we are going to uh, start off with some bonds real quick. So can you tell me a little bit about Grambo Crambo?
2: Okay, so uh, imagine I'm going to start this one off in uh our uh, former DM's favorite way. Imagine Francis except without any skills. So, uh he is a drunken master monk and he is more of a drunken than he is a master. Um so he just kind of chooses people and follows them around <laughs> for a while and just like his bed is wherever his head lies that night in his drunken stupor.
0: Okay.
2: Um I'm I'm uh I'm imagining that he's a, a bit like a uh, uh, Ricky from the Trailer Park Boys. Or is it kind of like Master Roshi a little
3: bit too? So like at one point he was known as the best and then maybe... And well, then... he's
2: actually really good at what he does. He's just too drunk to ever do it well. So he's just like a loose cannon. Okay. He, he's not like a former glory. He's still like kind of young. Still another. glory. Okay. Yeah.
3: Um. All right.
1: Mick Haas. So I'm playing his Arrow Wave Strife. Uh comes from a, <clears throat> he comes from a pretty well off to do family, so he's never had to really want for much. But uh, he didn't; uh, he was always somebody who's uh, more curious about the slumming in the lower rings than above, than living in his station. Mm-hmm. Um, so after he graduated from the School of Illusion, he sort of uh, took to he, he sort of took to the freelance life and kind of made his way as sort of a roamer. Uh, he always finds his way back to Altair, though. Uh, that's where his home is. Um, so he calls himself a seeker. He's basically kind of a glorified like private investigator slash freelancer slash merc if the money's right. Um, <clears throat> got a bit of a silver tongue. Uh, he's more apt to talk his way out of situations than he is to claw his way out. But I love it. If you, ba- if you back baby into a corner, it's uh, he's been known to give a bad time
2: sometimes. Feel like he's the exact opposite of Grambo because Grambo is more apt to just punch his way out of things. It's going to be an interesting dynamic. Uh, What about what about
0: um, Salvatore? Uh, Well, he is a divine soul uh, sorcerer, and I picked some stuff from the uh, the PHB here. Uh, Personality traits: I don't run from evil; evil runs from me. Uh, Ideals: I have a dark calling that puts me above the law. Bonds, there's evil in me, I can feel it, I must never set to free, and flaws, I have certain rituals I must follow every day, I can never break them. Uh, so he's an outlander, and um, he had something traumatizing in his past, uh, of course, to go with the whole sorcerer thing, and the magic spark and all that stuff that caused him to uh, be able to cast magic. And he basically hunts evil, uh, regardless of who gets in the way. It's kind of like a, like a witcher. Um, kind of, but not as cool. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, Toji's only got ten strength.
2: Oh, it's better than uh, freaking Grambo over here. He's got seven. Alrighty, <laughs> as a monk, <laughs> Jesus. So let's, let's, I think I can attack with Dex.
3: Let's see if we can get some bonds kind of established here, so we have somewhere to kind of go, just to see what happens. Unless you guys would just want to go off the cuff right now.
2: I don't know. I mean, we could do that. I think we've we've we know each other's play styles well enough. Unless you guys want to roll, what do you think? I mean, because I could already kind of see a good, at least from Grambo's standpoint, I could see a good relationship with the two of you. Like you're a private eye, but like whenever you need like fists, that that's like his drunken master secret. Is he just he's good at punching things? He's like a drunken mock. And Salvatore uh,
0: had a job, a former job that he ran with the captain.
3: <laughs> awesome so Aboard I'm about- the t t t t Yes <laughs> The other, you, other you, 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 you um, Actually, you know what? Fuck it uh, Bubs, can you roll me a D10? Yeah Thank you
2: I can't even count that eye. I know You
0: don't have that many fingers Uh,
3: Bubs rolled an 8 <clears throat> Oh, I'm so happy you did this Oh, that works Okay So you have in your possession a. Um, it's almost a. It's a very faint color. It looks. It's very dingy from how. Um, definitely from not not necessarily uh, from or in its former glory, but you have a uh, you have an odd keepsake on you. Mm-hmm. It's. Um, you still haven't been able to figure out where it, where it goes, what it does, um, but it looks like a very faded, very dirty um, emerald, and no matter how you can uh, and no matter how many times you've tried to clean it, it doesn't seem to to quite like get the job done Jesus fucking Christ! That was the emerald in his pocket That, <laughs> that was dropped. my
2: balls that just dropped <laughs> oh My god, it's about time Ugh. Emerald balls, and now
3: Errol is from Georgia from Georgia, um, no, he's not.
0: I do
1: declare we back home in our town, oh, no, no, boys. You,
3: you just found it. You you've had it in your possession, but you just found it. It's not necessarily. You're not one of them yet. Yet. <laughs> um, roll me a d10, there, Kronky. Mm. And you can too, I guess. Five, five. I don't like that one.
0: <laughs> what is it?
3: A romantic interest <laughs> with
0: himself. <laughs> All right, we got six. <laughs> don't like that one either. Okay, I know I like it. <laughs> Uh-oh. Um,
3: so, so what fuels your magic and what fuels your um kind of internal struggle is that you refer to it as your it's, it's almost it's almost a place where like your magic emanates from in your body, but it is a it is a special place that emanates. so for you, you gotta go to your special place for your time out there but but um we can we can do a little bit more right, with that that's it. a little later but that's that's where um that's where a lot of your kind of like past trauma lives a little bit so let me uh
0: just go so right when I say I have more magic in my little finger than anybody else that uh that's true.
3: so we'll see what happens. Could turn into a big finger later on if you take about five pills. <laughs> <laughs> if you
0: in it. Someone cuts it off and there's no more magic.
3: <laughs> and Plumbus. One. Oh, I love it. Personal goal or achievement. You just want to get fucked up today. <laughs> you just want to
0: get fucked up. He's got an addiction. He
2: does. <laughs> and that it's to hands- partying. <laughs> that only hands can satisfy. <laughs> so my my personal achieve, personal goal in achieving is to just get as fucked as possible.
3: Yeah. So for you right now, yeah. You you because you you want to prove that you can still fight like as good as you can sober as. As, a, as well as, a, or as much as you drink, you'll be like, I can still do this. Fuck. And the, I don't know how your voice is for Grambo. I'm excited to hear it. I'm not,
0: I'm not sure yet either. We'll get there. Go Rambo, <laughs> or he can't actually fight until he passes out and then he stands up and he talks just like normal. <laughs>
1: I feel like he's just like every anime
2: trope ever. He's watching him like, Omariwa.
3: Shindido his eye.
2: At the end of every fight, he'd go, Michelle, complete. Oh my God. God.
0: <laughs> Cut that Have him talk like that
1: <laughs> <laughs> Whenever he gets embarrassed He just gets a giant One singular sweat drop And he like does that thing Where he like Half faints
3: <laughs> And then it gets up in one frame um, So we We're actually gonna hard open oh. Right now It's my favorite open
2: So you all are currently It's a long walk to the top It's a long hard walk And I will walk that Hard. I will walk hard. Hard. Doom, 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 doom. (laughs) (laughs) You stupid piece (laughs) of shit. (laughs) There's nothing more than I would like to restore your faith in Judaism, sir. Granbo, you don't want to do this. (laughs) You don't want no part of this (laughs) shit. And it's the most non-habit-forming drug there is. It turns all your bad feelings into good feelings. Well, I think I would like some of that (laughs) shit.
3: (laughs) All righty, we're going to hard open right now to... um. To Grambo. <laughs> Grambo. So as a – you remember uh, – you guys ever play uh, a
1: hard open to Grambo.
3: <laughs> you ever play Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time? And don't say it. But whenever uh, whenever that fucking fairy flies through a uh, – what, Kokiri Forest? to wake, it, you up, And you get that like wide, nice like, nice panning shot. So it's just running through the city and then right th- – then the camera's going <laughs> and we are at the uh, – we're teleported right now to the Drunken Skeever – Right in a right in the pretty close to the outer ring, but you're in you're still in the merchant ring of the uh, of the city, and we're gonna immediately open up with um, Grambo regaling us of a story of uh, of his triumphs of the alcohol kind.
2: Look at what Look out, man. <laughs> No. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. No, we're going to go with it. Uh, I was like, oh. uh, I was I was at, I out of ring, and then I was at, I fought, fought my way, I don't march from my That's it. That's the story. All
3: righty. Uh, roll me, give me a uh, give me a charisma check.
2: I'm not drunk. Grandpa's boom power.
3: Or i not charisma. What is that? What is Constitution? Charisma? No. Is it No, performance. Sorry. Performance for. is charisma. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Sorry. But charisma. With, go. With a, yeah, just go for it. Yeah. Boost. Charisma. So. Straight charisma might be.
2: That's a 15.
3: Bro, okay. So, as you're kind of like talking through this, you're describing this scene where you took down a griffin <laughs> with your bare <laughs> fucking hands. You had some, uh, so like the the alcohol around here that everyone just kind of knows and loves, brewed by the uh, orcs. We call it the Gunkbog special. No, it's, um, it's called the Bean Juice. <laughs> <laughs> it's called, uh, it's called Skull Splitter. So, it's just pretty much. Like seventy five percent alcohol, and you only need a little bit to get fucked. But that's all the orcs can drink and feel, Anything? and feel somewhat drunk. Like they go through like a tankard of it, and like they're like, "Oh shit, okay, I'm am a little buzzed now." But like to any other normal person, they'd be like, "Holy shit!" But yeah, so you were you had a little bit of skull splitter. You might have gotten a little bit big for your britches, and you start regaling this beautiful tale about how um about how you just messed this fucking griffin up
2: like, You got a credit chop in the neck. <laughs> I said, I told that Griffin, I said, don't go ninja, no, but don't be ninja now.
3: The the bartender at this point is going to kind of look at your drink, look back at you, look at your drink, and he's going to think to himself, he's "Like, how the fuck did this guy get?" So he's going to cut he's going to cut you off for the evening.
2: Hey, man, don't right touch now. that no, drink, man. <laughs> Do you want to lose this hand? Hey, man. You want to understand the story? You don't want to be finishing drink, man. I understand
3: that story well enough, sir. But you're a little drunk in this establishment. Do you want to lose that hand, or do you not want to lose this hand? Because there's only way, one way this thing can end is you can lose that hand if you try to reach over this bar and take that drink back.
2: Man, fuck this place. I'm <laughs> walk out. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. So um, he just so, goes
3: home. He just goes home.
2: Um, so no, I'm going to walk outside, and then I'm going to, out of spite, take one of my darts out of my inventory and just throw it into the door. A wooden, I assume a wooden door. Yeah, it's a wooden door. As it's closed, I'm not throwing it at anybody. I'm just throwing it at the door. Oh, okay, so as as on the outside or the inside? The outside. When I'm outside.
3: Because
1: he's mad.
3: Yeah. Can you make a just make an attack roll real quick? Let's see if you hit the swinging door. Uh, twenty-two. Cool. Yeah. So you um you hit it, and you might have thrown it a little bit harder than what you thought was <laughs> going to be making a statement. So the the bartender hears it. And now the bar—he's t- an old. So you've been talking to him for a little bit. You know his name is uh, triptych. So he's an old, kind of an older war forged, definitely, definitely a product of his time. Um, maybe not necessarily in his prime now. Being um, like, I mean, he he was known as a war hero, and then he was known as uh, pretty much, kind of like fell from grace after a little while. He had an incident, getting taken down by some thugs, out in the uh, on the farmlands. Uh, years back, but um, but yeah, he was rebuilt and kind of repurposed as again an old war forge. He has an odd keyhole in his head, but he comes out. It's like, why'd you throw that dart at the door?
2: Cause fuck you, man. Fuck you. Fuck you. Get the hell out of here. You're not allowed back here ever again. I don't give a shit. Your beer sucks. It's not strong enough.
3: Damn. Telling that to so Triptych also is a is a brewing vessel himself. <laughs> <laughs> and he's gonna kind of open his mouth, and you can hear a cork kind of like, and then a little bit of like the the beer's gonna come. I was like, you don't, "You don't know shit about beer. Go back inside." That's uh, in out of character. Aaron knows a lot about beer, and he'll tell you about it in the next podcast.
2: Um, but so you, there was you, a joke there, and I'm not I'm not even gonna say it. You are a joke. <laughs> so
3: we get to so we get to the point where like it's kind of like. It's a little bit quieter now in the city. Where are you going to go? So, what you ha- so around you, you have a um, – let's see. So around where you can go, there's a
2: – Well, that place was a little too nice for my tastes. Oh. <laughs> All right, yeah. Actually, I tell you what. You know what? Fuck this guy. I'm going to break back in, but I'm going to go in the back door. All right, so you're going to kind of – Even the beer sucks. <laughs> so you're going to break uh, – let's see, the back
3: door. Yeah, so you, you kind of like – Walk around, and there's there's really not a lot of windows in this establishment. So Trip is kind of going to kind of go about his business, um, and then uh, how do you want to break in the bag? Do you want to try to be stealthy? Or are you going to be?
2: Yeah, I'm a monk. I have right. boost to stealth. All right. How drunk are you right now? Uh, I drank a whole tanker of that shit. All right. But I'm also a drunken master. So.
3: All right. Roll me a con save with advantage. Uh, fifteen. Sweet. So you can you can pretty much, you can hold your liquor pretty well. People can still tell you're a little bit like you're not quite standing up straight.
2: Well, I'm talking clear, so they can. That's how they know I'm drunk.
3: Yeah, and when I started and, the story, <laughs> <laughs> and so um, <laughs> so you kind of get into the back. You find like a little locked door. You kind of jimmy it open, and now so you're in like towards the back of the kitchen, and there's a uh, there's just kind of like a couple lowly little little ladies just cooking the food. It's not. Not super fancy, but gets the job done. They don't really notice you, and if they did, like they probably wouldn't care because they don't get paid enough to kick you out.
2: So cool. what, are you, what are
3: you trying to get at in
2: here? I just want to get back into the bar and just piss this bartender off. Oh, okay. He made me mad. Cool. So I'm just going to piss him off by existing.
3: Okay, sweet. So you're, you're just walking back in the
2: – Yeah. Are you saying anything once you get back in the bar? Uh, I'm going to sit down at the bar and just look at him. <laughs> He's going to look over at you, and you're going to see like one little like
3: eye kind of squinting on you. He's like –
2: <sighs> fuck it's not worth it what do you want? that bear you pour out your ass <laughs>
3: <laughs> he's gonna take a he's gonna tank and be like that'll be three gold this time Graham
2: alright shit why is the inventory always on the last page I look at I now have seven gold dope wow three gold this so he's, gonna, is he's gonna pop out he's gonna,
3: he's gonna pop out a tankard from his uh, or he's gonna open it up it almost acts like a little fridge He's gonna pull out one of the tankards from his. Uh, I'm forty
2: percent beer. <laughs>
3: puts it down there, like puts it down by his ass. Brings it back up, drops it on the table for you. He's like,
2: just don't cause no trouble. You're my
3: best customer.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna take a swig of it and be like, ah, this, this is better stuff. i better not. that shitty ass bean juice orc drinking.
3: He's like, yeah, I don't know why people drink that stuff. A lot of a lot of tourists come in from from the Mill Glade from that
2: shit. It's a good starter. It gets me up to gets me up to where you can understand me. But that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> At that moment, the, uh, the
3: hey, door- we have to one up Grambo here. <laughs> you have to one up <laughs> Grambo. The door is going to burst almost, and uh, you're gonna hear that kind of like kind of thing where like. Door bursts open, and then we see uh, we see a uh, a figure. Triptych hasn't seen him in a while. Usually, usually the uh, the one known as Errol will kind of will come in for some information occasionally. Because Triptych, he's been he's been around the block. He kind he kind of knows what's up. He knows a lot of the inner workings of the city. Um, he's going to look up and be like, "Better hide your face there,
2: Grambo." Now oh, he owes me for the last one. I punched the shit out of that bitch I'm trying to fight him. <laughs> There's a new sheriff in town. The sheriff is near.
3: Um. So, Errol, yes, you're uh, you're in this establishment. What are you looking for?
1: Uh, right now, Errol's just looking for a good ass time. Like he's not he's not wanting to get as lit as like Grambo Crampo over here. Uh, but uh, he's 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 been working hard today. He's he's ready to kick back.
2: Can Grambo buy his business partner a beer? Yeah? Cool. I now have four gold.
1: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, good morrow there, Master Grambo. I haven't, uh, haven't seen you in quite a while. How, how fare you, sir? Well, you ain't had me punch anything, so I'm broke as shit. Ah, yes, well, uh, business is slow, as one might say, but, uh, keep a weather eye on the horizon, I'm sure there'll be something for you in your near future, good mm. sir.
2: Now, yeah, well, let's, let's hope so we can get more Zathbear out this got in a robot.
3: Tript- you heard the man, Triptych. One ass beer, please. You got it. <laughs> and he's going to kind of look over at grammar's like, you keep this gold. He's been working hard. This one's on the house. Wow. Ah,
1: why, well, thank you, good sir. And uh, tell your wife that as well. And he kind of winks at him. It's a little inside joke between him and Triptych. Oh, he- It's so on the inside that Errol uh, doesn't even- do-
3: Triptych doesn't get it either. <laughs> <laughs> well, that makes three of us. He's counting his heads. He's going to be like, you're a funny guy. Um, and um, But actually, Triptych only has one head right now. Still? Oddly enough. we well, had two before, but... Jesus, Triptych needs to get his heads together. Dude, he's getting his ass kicked by every other universe when we play this. <laughs> I know um, he's... And he's going to say, like, How goes the hunt this time, Errol? What are you looking for?
1: Well, it's actually already been taken care of for me, unfortunately. Some third-rate freelancer beat me to it somehow. I'm sure he had some insider info, so... Kind of, uh, licking my wounds, as it were. Oh, yeah? What were you hunting this time? Oh, just a couple of, uh... Just a couple of uh, cut purses, you know, a couple of uh, spendthrifts, you know the deal. I do. Well,
2: <clears throat> sounds like someone needs to get their teeth punched in.
1: Well, that's why i intended to find you at first, good sir, but, uh, as you can see, Master Crambo, I'm gainfully unemployed myself.
2: Gainfully unemployed is the way I like to sleep. <laughs> he's 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 past the tipping point. He's he's talking clearly, but his, his sentences start to make less and less <laughs> sense. There's like a, there's like the 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 pudding point there, where he's like the perfect. butter zone. The you bu- mean yeah? The <laughs> the dumb idiot. I did that on purpose. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, I like pudding point. <laughs> this man, this man, one day was like, "What's that when you when you don't stop laughing? It's called the butter zone, isn't it?" I about shot him. <laughs> I was so mad. The butter
2: zone. <laughs> <laughs> He's in the butter zone right now. Welcome to the butter not, zone. <laughs> that's the, uh, that's the, um, the, the butter the, <laughs> the butter zone is actually the trash pilot for the chalk zone. They originally <laughs> did it with all butter and um, toast and it was not successful. And everyone had heart attacks. <laughs> <laughs> God. The chalk zone was so <clears throat> underrated.
3: God, you see Rudy chomping down like a fucking stick of butter in the beginning. <laughs> it's fucking Rudy to
1: Rudy. If you are from Greenland, why are you blue? <laughs> because it's very cold there. Oh my god. <laughs> that was like that that's, was Snap's rebuttal.
3: That's five thousand more quotes than I know from that <laughs> shit.
1: <laughs> Dude, I love fucking love chalk zone. Don't that's like the only quote I know actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> but
3: that was the best one. Um shit. All right, yeah. So so Tripix can kinda of look at you and be like, Well, if you're looking for work I can I might be able to help you out.
1: Uh, so Errol's, Errol hears the word, uh, work and his ears just kind of, kind of pop up between his like, uh, mutton chop sideburns. He's like, do
3: tell my metallic friend. It's a little bit like, we're on the street. Our, uh, merchant ring smith, uh, Rolf, Rolf Strongarm, he's been, he's been looking to try to put Agatha out of business.
1: Ah, the dear dame Agatha. Uh, I heard business has been booming for her recently. Uh, how in the world are they going to put her under?
3: Well, so she gets all – she gets all. I don't know how she does it, but she's been outsourcing all her work to, uh, to go to that underground pass to go get some more – to go get some materials for her armor. But she sells it at such low prices, we don't know how she does it. Rolf's been getting upset because he he feels his quality is a little bit better. You, so again, like table talk, like in the merchant ring, like as you get into – more into the city, like all the goods just immediately get better. So Rolf um, actually – Salvatore probably know Rolf a little bit more, but Rolf is um uh, he's pretty much the Merchant Ring Smith. He has insanely well made products for everybody, um, but you're gonna pay a pretty penny for it. You're definitely gonna pay a lot more money for it, and um, but you're paying for that quality, so it's always gonna be a fair price. Um, but for Agatha, now for Agatha Battleblade, she has uh, she makes more almost like wholesale prices. For things, but again, like they don't know how she's getting her shit so low. So um, he, so triptych has been like, yeah. So they've they've been kind of feuding for a little bit. He's been sending some agents over, but every time they do, they kind of go missing. They kind mm-hmm. of go out to the underground pass and go missing.
1: Uh, so strong arm is getting a little
3: strong armed, <coughs> you'd say, a little bit, a little bit. And then uh, then we got some stuff going on. Let's say I've heard heard some whispers. Oh, you know how I love whispers there, my friend Triptych. Yeah, people tell me all this stuff all the time. I heard some whispers about uh, a couple guys out out near the Outlands selling selling some illegal crane block moving through
2: town. As opposed to the legal variety. Yeah, there is legal crane block, but you got to go all the way to the castle to get it.
3: Alas that is where they they do most of their bidding out out in the uh, inner circle for their lavish parties that barren tinder snuff trash
2: <coughs> <coughs>
3: kind
1: of Fuck. grimaces at the at tinder snuff's name but he continues to listen
3: <coughs> He's gonna oh shit he's going to look over at you be like what about the tinder snuff of you do you know about oh not much just that uh so he play he he has a little he drinks a little bit too much of the of the fruit juice if you know what I'm saying. I don't I most certainly don't. <laughs> but I can only imagine he's doing bad deeds. Ain't no one goes missing for that long, gets captured, held hostage and then released without a scratch. Hmm. Damn shame what happened to his house.
1: Yes, quite.
3: Hmm. So what exactly is it that you
1: uh would like would you are you wanting me to investigate the Dame's uh, inner
3: workings for you there. I mean, really, it's no—it's no, nothing against uh, nothing against the bear, nothing against Agatha. I'm just trying to make some coin. Really, however, you want to get started, I can help you out a little bit more. Well,
1: it sounds like right dangerous work. I'm gonna—I might need some help of my uh, my dear associate here. He's a little more. Hardy than I am, as it were. He kind of like uh, rubs his lip. He's got he's got a bit of a beer gut, but uh, in spite of all that, he wears it very well. He's very dashing.
2: Mm-hmm. And you you start hearing him, uh, uh, Grambo crack his knuckles. And he just goes, "About time I punch someone in the goddamn face." It's been too long. <laughs> um, so he's gonna kind of look over and be like,
3: "So you're going after Agatha then?"
1: Well, "after" is a
3: strong word,
1: friend. Uh, more of a Investigative maneuver. That's uh, sort of my role as a... And his teeth kind of flashing. goes, as the seeker of Altair. Ling! And like nobody else calls him the seeker of Altair. But <laughs> sort of a, it's sort of a self-made
3: ideology there. I love it. Um, so he's going to be like, well, you might need some help. Agatha's employed some shady figures, but a uh, weird guy over at the bar towards the back. He's uh, He's been kind of eyeing us for a little while. And then quick camera pan... Upskirt, Salvatore. But he's
0: not wearing any pants. Balls out. <laughs> right in there. Big meaty cock. Is he cut or is he not cut? Uh, yeah, he's a tiny little guy. He's like 5'9 and skinny. What <laughs> is? Has he? That didn't answer the question. <laughs> but he acts like he's 6'7. Would you say he acts
3: like he might have a foreskin or doesn't have a foreskin? <sighs>
2: Probably doesn't. All right. Where am I, what, what race is your guy? Half you, elf. <laughs> oh, and he's that short? Yeah. Man, he's a shorty guy. Yeah, yeah. Was he half elf and half halfling? Uh, well, half gnome. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. oh <laughs> Errol's <laughs> half cousins.
1: <laughs> okay, Errol's a human, by the way. I don't think I said that. I don't think I said his class. He's a fucking wizard. <laughs> oh, shit. I said college of illusion, but I <laughs> failed to mention. He's this. the guy with the Napoleon complex. We have a very squishy party.
3: You do have a very squishy Let's say party. Our
1: monk is going to tank for us. It's going <laughs> to be a bad Jeez. Jesus Christ. <laughs>
2: it's going to be a short game. But <laughs> probably. Hey, you know what? Monks attack with decks. so Monks are great, and then they kind of plateau. I attack with covered patios. And that's why they let you multi-class at level one.
3: <laughs> so, what were you again? Level a sorcerer. Two. Yeah. Okay.
0: Well, the best defense is killing everything.
3: Yeah. Just murder. Um, I, you, I think you get. You have. you have sunning
1: strike right now? Uh, sunning strike is OP as fuck. I don't think so. You should. I think you get it at level three. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. So
3: he's gonna. He's gonna kind of point I was Like, guy over there. Tips pretty well, but we don't know. I haven't seen him around. Haven't heard anything about him.
0: Hmm.
1: This one appears to have escaped even my ears. Triptych. Uh, How long has he been
3: here?
0: A few days. Five minutes.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Triptych has a very warped sense of time.
0: <laughs> um, so, 20 years.
3: It's been four days. <laughs> anyway, so he's going to kind of look at him and be like, but he seems strong enough. Hmm, maybe he wants some coin. Strong enough, eh?
1: And he kind of looks over at Grambo and goes, Master Grambo, uh, what say you we uh, test this chap's metal
2: out? You seem to be up to the task. He's uh he's staring at the bottom of his beer and he's like one more and then I'll do it. You heard him, Triptych. Another round for the good old Master Crambo.
3: We do have to go cups.
1: So he's gonna he's gonna put,
2: he's, <laughs> gonna put some, cups. <laughs> he's gonna put some in some to-go cups for you. It's it's like white styrofoam with like the green and purple. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and he's going to cast
1: a message on Triptych As he's kind of getting ready to pour uh, His glass in uh, This is just a message that only he can hear It's sort of a two way communication He's going to uh, tell Triptych Might want to water this one down a little bit for the old chap It looks like he's had a, a few too many Already did
3: And bef- um, Give me a Give me an Arcana check real quick. <clears throat> for once I have Arcana Hmm Uh, that's a dirty 20. That's a, oh shit. Okay, cool. So you, um, so when you send this message, like it's, it's almost like when you call someone on the phone and you, something, something in the line gets kind of weird or you might like hear a whisper or something, but you get, you get a weird vision in your head as the second you get to, um, the second you see, or when you make that contact with them. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so you're going to see, you're going to see a vague outline of a key all right. of an old brass key. It's going to be ornate and the, the little kind of grinds or not the grindstones, but like the little teeth in the key are going to resemble um, crane a little bit or going to resemble like some, the dragon crane yeah, or like the crane block, like the dragon crane It's going to resemble that. Just a hair very ornate old brass key though. Then you're gonna see Triptych kind of like twitch for a second be like, He's over there.
1: Uh, so uh Arrow's a little concerned. Uh he's he's not too hip to on. he's heard he's heard a few things about Warforged. They're not super common around Altair, but he does know that uh they're not a hundred percent organic. Mm-hmm. So there, some Warforged have been like known to be like corrupted or have their wiring crossed. like uh so he looks in and he goes, uh Triptych, uh pardon me for prying, but uh, are are you feeling okay, lad, sir? I don't know why he said lad, he didn't say fucking lad
3: Never better, never better, Errol <clears throat> Why do you ask? Everything okay? Well,
1: I mean, again, pardon me if it's none of my business But uh, as I was uh, having my little communication with you uh I had now a you strange have to est- eat
0: that directly into the microphone Yes, you have to <laughs> open
3: it in the microphone as well Here, everyone, everybody, Here we go <laughs>
2: Appropriate Simmons moment. Doing this during story. I <laughs> can't do it like you can. This is th- this is thirty percent of our podcast every week. <laughs> Actually, this is really tame compared to. <laughs> oh my oh, god. god. Last week. Compared to last week,
1: that debauchery. I've never had them before. When well, you want to finish that, Ar?
2: What? The
1: debauchery game.
2: Oh, last week's? I don't yeah. want to. Dude, I, whenever we have time. I just wanted to get, because we had a guest today, I just wanted to get this one started. Ah. Especially, we had fucking time
3: tonight. Yeah, I'm
1: probably going to leave at like 8,
2: 15. Okay? okay,
3: that's great. Um, so, yeah, he's a... Um, I, I saw the
1: strangest vision when I had that uh, brief connection with your mind, my friend. I uh, just wanted to make sure your all the wires are crossed, your circuits are properly maintained.
3: He's gonna look at you and say, "Never better." Hmm.
1: No, uh, no visions of any keys or dragons or dragon-shaped
3: keys. going I say, the only key I know is he's gonna pull up the keys to the uh, to the bar to the skeever. Do any of the keys resemble the one that I saw in the vision? Give me a perception.
2: Uh, it's an eleven. Not at all. <laughs> I don't look like those. Grambo, however, is going to look over at you, and he's like, the fucker doesn't know how to lock a bar up. Don't believe him. <laughs> <laughs> or perhaps you are just exceptionally
1: skilled at breaking and entering, my friend.
2: Uh, one in a hand is worth three in He's bush. Even though it was a, a watered down to go, the go cup, he's starting to peter off. Speaking it, of bush, my friend, it's uh,
1: time to put that uh, legendary testicular fortitude to the test. Uh, uh, how
2: about you uh, see how our new friend could cope with our newest venture? All right, so um going to just look at—he's um, going to look at uh, the barkeep, and he's going to. Um, sorry, I just had my inventory pulled up and then it crashed. Um, <clears throat> so he carries around a bottle of black ink and a quill because he's a sage, and whenever he gets into a fist fight, he always leaves it with the barkeep, <laughs> and he just looks at him and is like. Don't let me break that, because it was uh, the quill and the bottle were handed. Obviously, not the ink; it's been refilled countless times. <laughs> but the quill and the and the bottle of black ink were um, given to him by his parents when he was studying in the uh, the the big fancy city college, which uh, didn't work out as well as they had hoped. Was it a bard college? <laughs> <laughs> no, that was the changeling that was pretending to be Grambo. <laughs> what was that college okay. called? Um. It was called the. Um, hang on, I got it. It's called the Samuel Anderson, Inner City School of Brewing.
3: Okay, <laughs> and um,
2: they they specialize in the, tossed and lager. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's just cooked in lager.
3: It's actually a wing place. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> the salad is cooked in lager. Um. All right. So why is a why is that so special to
2: his parents to- gave it to him when he was oh, okay. cool. That's right. And his parents are dead. My parents are dead. He is Batman. They did call him Daffron when he was in school for some reason.
3: I don't think they did. That's a fucking lie. <laughs> so, all right, cool. Say, so, you guys, um, you kind of saunter over you and say, "Job pays uh,
2: 50 gold each, by the way. So I'm going to saunter over to, um, what was your character's name again? Salvatore. And we'll be like, hey. What's up? I'm gonna, just going to headbutt you. <laughs> um, Are you going to let it happen? Well, he's going to try to avoid it. Okay, cool. but then he's going to cast friends. Um, okay, so for the headbutt, is that opposed to athletics?
3: Yeah, we'll make that an opposed to athletics, just for.
2: Oh, great! Just for the sake of it. Oh, that's on the table, on the floor. <coughs> so I have a plus zero to athletics. Okay. I have a minus two, so I'm at eleven. Uh, uh, nineteen. Sweet. <laughs> so you. So you think you're being a lot quicker than you
3: are, and instead of, uh, like, you know when, like, a deer gets hit by a car and its head just goes, <laughs> like, you think you're just going for this, like, super precise, like, shoom, but you're actually just, like, winding up your head as you're walking over, <laughs> and then uh, he's just going to, or Salvador's just going to be kind of, like, <laughs> just kind of step Move out slightly, of the, yeah. <laughs> Just drift
2: slightly to the left. Or he uh, does
0: manage to headbutt him, but it's so soft and it's like.
2: I have to resist friends, right? So it's, what is that, against my Arcana? Uh, I don't know. (laughs) Or I guess int, right? It would be an int save. Do you have a DC? Or wisdom save? It doesn't say anything about saves. I will look it up for you, friend. So it says for the duration, you have advantage on
0: all charisma checks directed towards one creature of your choice that isn't hostile towards you. So, it's Oh, well, I was being hostile towards he's you. He's not technically hostile. He's just drunk, right? There's a difference. No, I was attacking you <laughs> to test your combat skills. <laughs>
2: uh, all right. No um, means no, Kronk. you just make that a wisdom save, I guess? Make it a wisdom save. Okay. Like a blisdom save. <laughs> Wait, that's wisdom save for you. Yeah. yeah. What's your DC for spells? hmm Fifteen, cool. Uh, that's a nine, so it worked. Sweet. Um,
0: so I'm gonna go suggest that since you're so good at headbutting people, you do that to the bartender. Persuade
2: so, <clears> you. Um, I'm just gonna look at you and be like, you, "There's not enough gold in the world to make me headbutt that can of tin." I tried that once. You see this goose egg, and he just points to the fact that his head is gnome shaped because he is a gnome. Um, so he says to you that, um,
0: uh,
2: I heard he was going to sell that little inkwell you gave to him. That motherfucker. <laughs> and he's just going in at the bartender. <laughs> All
3: right. Uh, how are you going in? Cause Triptych, whenever he hears Grambo
2: scream, it's never a good <laughs> thing.
1: Selling my goddamn quill.
2: And he's just going in. He's going, he's going both hands. Diving right. over the bar. Are tackling you, him. No protection. You're going to attack him? Mm-hmm. I'm going for a grapple. Okay. Opposed athletics? Yeah. This is gonna be shit for me. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a nat one. <laughs> but it's a one. That's terrible. Yeah,
3: so triptych triptic remembers sometimes you get in a you get in a rage when a random person just tells you a fact that's not true at all. And he's going to um, he's going to grab you like as you're in midair and he's gonna grab you by the neck and just throw you back down and be like Sit the fuck down in here. Calm down. I'm not selling your ink well.
2: <laughs> he's asleep. He's out. So
1: uh, Errol is highly impressed by Salvatore's uh, problem-solving abilities. Uh, so he's going to kind of come in and uh, clap the short elf on the back and sort of take note of his ears. I was going to say clap his cheeks.
0: <laughs> 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 yes. <laughs>
2: He's gonna speak Aquan to it.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Too much booty in the
1: pants. Uh. Have you ever tried playing patty cake without your hands,
3: good sir? Oh, Jesus, you went justice <laughs> for a second.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somewhere between justice and like my own voices. He's, uh, he's gonna like hop on it to like give him a pat on the back and a uh, motion for a Triptych to like give him a round. He's like uh, solving problems with your mind rather than body. I uh, that's a trait I can appreciate, friend. Uh, what do they call you? Salvatore. Salvatore. Good to meet you, sir. Uh, wave Strife. Arrow Wave Strife. The uh, one and only seeker of Altair. And he's going to hold his hand out to give you a hearty handshake.
0: Uh, so he shakes his hand and he says, uh, So what did your drunk-ass friend want that he decided that headbutting was better than speaking?
1: Ah, yes. That would be uh, dear old master uh, Grambo g- fucking... Grambo Grambo, Grambo Crampo. We we go back a ways. Uh, he has a way with words, or lack thereof, rather. I was going to say the lack thereof, yes. But, uh, trust me when I say that his, uh, his skill far surpasses his uh, charismatic tendencies. Uh, but truth be told, we're in the market for a third associate on a venture we're going on. It's uh, I don't imagine it's going to be completely glamorous, but it pays well, and you seem capable enough in uh, handling yourself, so, uh... We could use a third hand if you're interested. What is this venture? Have you ever heard of the Dame Agatha? Can't say that I have. Uh, Well, long story short, she's a a merchant on the upper ring.
0: Are you calling me short? Outer
1: ring. (laughs) Outer ring. Upper ring. He calls it the upper ring because his family lives kind of up on a hill and they kind of overlook the entire kingdom. Uh, he's white privilege, but he hates it, so he doesn't really talk about it. Much.
3: Outer ring is poor people.
1: Gotcha. Okay. Well, Sorry. The other, the fucking right Shit-tier answer. Of people. He says the right answer. <laughs> he does, even <laughs> though his player didn't say the right answer. He's like, long story short, uh, business associate in the inner ring, uh, been making uh, some questionable business practices, driving her prices rock bottom, putting all of her comp- competition out of. Out of work, but uh, profiting quite well herself. Uh, our job is just to investigate how she's getting her prices so low so as we can keep the status quo among the merchant
0: union of Altair. Well, say I'm uh, between jobs at the moment, and this doesn't sound what I normally go for, but I'm kind of running low on coins, so why the hell not?
1: Excellent. I believe the uh, triptych fee was 50 coins apiece, correct? Aye, 50. Excellent.
0: Excellent. Well, 75. 50. Why not 75? We'll be doing you a favor, and eventually you'll be making more money anyways, right? Not doing me a favor. I'm just hearing the jobs that are coming through. So 75 it is.
3: So 50. Are you trying to persuade? (sighs) Yes. Okay. (laughs) Give me a persuasion. Ah, 10. So (laughs) Warforged aren't necessarily um, ones for showing their poker faces, and Triptych, he's been around the block for a little while. So in he he has a pretty good eye for like what the job is gonna be worth, so he's gonna be like fifty and you get to stay for free. How's that sound if you're trying to weasel me? I guess we'll take free room and board.
1: Yes, and quit wire ahead with the uh, with the headless three headed warforged there. He's uh he's not known to barter very well. However, friend, uh seeing this is your first venture with me and my associate here, uh, if you do a good enough job, I'll give you Half of his 20% of my share. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds right.
3: Then we have a deal. We'll, uh, so the sun's actually kind of setting right now, and it's, it's getting kind of late. So, as we're settling in for the night,
1: um, can I actually, uh, ritual cast identify on my emerald? Yeah. That I've come into contact with?
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So, I'm going to do that. So, can you tell me what was going to happen with that? Uh,
1: so shit yeah so uh when you ritual cast something it's it's just sort of, it's it's a little bit more time consuming than just using a spell slot to do it right. uh so we kind of like uh i imagine but what, what's what's the lodging looks like what does the lodging look like in the drunken skeever
3: so it's a two-story um there's not too many rooms up there but it's it's comfy enough but the lodging is uh it's essentially like a dorm room kind of thing so you have room 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 hallway and uh salt on the remember track and then you get to um so you, I imagine – are you all staying in different rooms or in the same room?
2: Um, if we're in the uh, – different.
1: Yeah, if I don't always... imagine
2: I got a room. I imagine <laughs> I'm probably sleeping in the kitchen. You're,
3: you're, you're still knocked out on the ground.
1: Yeah, Errol right would request, at least for right now, a room to himself so we could concentrate. Yeah, you got
3: it. So um, so the room is a, – it's, it's a small bed in there, but it's comfortable enough for you. Um, there's a little desk in there, a little candlelight, and what seems to be a humble, humble kind of like rustic dinner laid out for you as well nice um wooden floors kind of creaky but definitely again not it's not the fucking ritz you're on you're closer to the outer ring than you are the inner circle so i mean it's a it's like a travel lodge cool like a three and a half star travel
1: yeah it's more important that he's able to like concentrate and have relative quiet than it is like pomp and circumstance so uh, you you got it but yeah he's got the he's got the emerald uh, he's sort of like made his little pentagram or whatever. He's got the emerald on top. Uh, he's got a pearl on one side and an owl feather on the other. That's the components he needs to cast this. Uh, so he's basically just trying to delve into this emerald and see Let uh, see exactly what Identify does. Choose one object you must touch throughout the casting of the spell. He's doing that. If it's a magic item or some other magic imbued object, I learn its properties and how to use them, whether it requires attunement to use and how many charges it has, if any. I can also learn whether any spells are affecting the item and what they are. If the item was created by a spell, I learn which spell
3: created it. Alrighty. So as you're as you're kind of identifying this item, you definitely are catching some magic juju off of this thing. Um, you know that it is an old it's an older emerald, as you can tell. But the um, and it is attuned to somebody. You can't really tell who it's attuned to. You're just getting again. You're getting vague images, almost, um, almost like fleeting faces, but almost, but faceless images okay. of people in there. Um, you notice a, you notice a stout dwarf at some point. You notice a, um, a kind of humanoid figure. You notice a, a uh, shape-shifting figure almost. And then, oddly enough, you start to notice um, what looks to be a weird, an oddly shaped hat. <laughs> As well,
1: all right. But it never ends.
3: Um, and, but that's really all you're getting. You know, it's it's a very powerful attunement. It almost it's almost calling out at this point. It's calling but,
1: out to whoever it's attuned to.
3: Yeah, it's calling out almost. Can I hear a name? You cannot hear a name, sadly. Okay. Um,
1: so it's attuned to somebody. Um, does it have any sort of charges or? other properties
3: associated with it. The um, the charges seem to be gone. Okay. Whatever it might have been, but it's um it's almost used as a um what you would know as a sending stone, but those are very rare in this area. So it's almost like it just needs to be recharged or hasn't been used in so long that it gets like kind of like a battery, so Okay. With that it's it's kind of fizzled out all of its power has gone. Cool. Any more questions about it? Uh I'll give you one more.
1: I learn its properties, what how is to it use it. does it taste like?
3: <laughs> tastes like a rock.
1: Tastes like rock, Captain Arrow-like rocks. Tastes green. Uh, whether it requires attunement, how many charges. I learn whether any spells are affecting the item and what the spells are. Sure, are there any spells affecting the item?
3: Not that you can tell. Okay. <laughs> with your With your magical prowess being... I mean, it's fairly high, but... You think this might be just a little bit out of your wheelhouse? On that, cool. Yeah. Um, would anybody else like to do anything in their respective room or floor?
2: Nope. Cool. Are there any half works playing on the stage? Yes. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Big Rick.
0: <laughs>
2: little Rick. <laughs> it's uh, you know that Little as, Richard.
3: You know them as a uh, Mick Twist and the Flick Ricks. <laughs> They're not very good. They, okay. it's, they pretty much just had their first show tonight and they were finishing up as... In fact, it was your alarm clock. And you were like, what the fuck? And it, like they were they were just about to leave.
2: Cool. I mean, like... Hey, it, was, it, was, it was a good show. It was, it was wrong. Well, thank you, sir. It's been an
3: absolute pleasure to play for you. We are Flick Rick and the McTwists. Fronted by Jim Carrey.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to ask you a few questions. <laughs> God. Um, yeah. So. But it's been great. So we'll see you later. And then he's uh, gonna, you're still here. He's gonna walk out. Okay. Good. <laughs> he's gonna turn back to the bartender. He's like, ah, i bear with an egg in it.
3: I think you've had enough tonight.
2: I was gotta get to the beer and the egg.
3: There's your bed right there. He's gonna get. He's gonna. It's almost like he uh he has a pillow ready for you when you uh when you get passed out, fucking drunk.
2: Nice. He's gonna he's gonna roll one out. You ever seen, well, yeah, we talked about this before, but you know, Shameless, like in the first season when um, uh, the main character, Frank, gets taken to Canada, but the bartender comes back in, and the guy's there, and he's like, good morning, Ed, whatever the guy's name is, and he cracks an egg into a beer, and that's his breakfast. I imagine that's going to be my breakfast, so <laughs> just leave me at the bar sleeping. All right.
3: Uh, can we break real quick?
2: Yeah. Can I br- break what? Break the table? Break an egg into a beer for your breakfast? Are you going to have breakfast in the morning? Make an iron price let's
1: break all fast.
3: Egg, let's all break bread together. On our knees. On I, our knees. I don't get it.
1: Isn't that a hymn? Yeah. Uh, probably. I don't know. I'm a heathen atheist. Who killed Cock yeah. Robin is a
3: children's song. Who
1: killed Rock Cobbin?
0: Cock Lobster.
1: <laughs>
2: One. Uh
3: Oh, my God. That was so pointed and powerful. Right in
2: the... It got my tinnitus, like, (laughs) right in the ear holes. Tinnitus? It was a block of 2K is what that was. EA Sports. It's in the... It's in the...
0: (laughs) It's in the game.
2: Oh, I thought it was... Oh, no, that... Yeah. It's just regular EA's challenge, everything. Y'all yeah, remember EA Sports? Big. Big. You yeah, yes. remember
3: when you deleted my entire file on SSX Tricky? I'm so sorry. And I had to redo it again, but it's okay because that game was amazing. <sighs> Jesus
2: fuck! Kronk's gone. Dead. Yeah, okay. Well, um, Well, you know, it like,
1: appears no. it is just you and me, Mr. Crambo, Miyagi, Pambo, Jackie Chan, Nagi, and Scrimby. What say we, uh, Wax on, wax off this campaign, my friend. Karate Kid reference. Oh,
3: is this actually in character?
2: I no. guess. Oh, no. I was just being stupid. Oh, okay. I mean, so yeah. <laughs> in character for all of our characters.
1: <laughs> and
2: then Captain Fergus Flintlock comes in the bar. So are we all waxing off? I did during
0: the break. <laughs>
3: Everybody roll me... Initiative?
0: Um, no. Damn. Charisma?
1: Do no. we have a dream where we get a piece of paper that says we're the chosen
3: ones? No. Actually, everyone just roll me a straight D20.
2: No modifiers. All of mine are a little bit... Um, 16. Crooked? Progressive for that. 6. 10. 16. 16. 16? Yes. So, yeah. Salvatore
3: sleeps through the night... like a baby um however errol upon your or after your ritual casting um you felt like a weird presence kind of around you 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 didn't really you can't really explain it but you did not sleep well you didn't have any nightmares you didn't have any dreams like that (laughs) but you did feel something weird Around
1: any chance um, I could like react to that as I'm feeling it, or is I is it just like there and
3: gone? I'll let you react to it. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. So you, have uh, a, you tell me what you do right now in a fleeting moment.
1: Uh, I am scanning the room for any sort of like magical interference. Is what I'm feeling magic in any way, shape, or form?
3: Um. So your scan. You just so your actions. You're scanning the room for magical interference.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to kind of like hone in on any sort of magical sources if I can see them. Oh, uh, Her- give me an Arcana. You got it.
3: Burr. Oh my God! Really? <sighs> it's a nine. It was going to be a pretty high check, but you did not. You just—it's just a weird feeling. So you—you you immediately started like thinking about like, oh God, I—I I this magical object. I don't know what's happening. Oh my goodness! Let me let me just kind of like look around, and see if I can sense anything. But you don't. It's just you just have this weird kind of nagging feeling in the back of your head, and then almost like as soon as it almost doesn't feel real, but then you wake up and you're like, Pff. and now. You're awake, at the uh, drunken Skeever. and uh, anything missing, anything out of place? Nope, everything's in pristine condition. All right, <clears> throat> as throat> as much as that room could be, and um, AR or Stinky, I'll call you Stinky. Um, Grambo, you rolled a six, right? I did.
0: You wake up in your butthole itching. <laughs> you actually. <laughs> <laughs> or your butthole well, doesn't me, itch, what your finger smells. Let me see sh- something. <laughs> What's that?
3: Dope. Okay, so <laughs> you had a dream that the bar actually ran out of alcohol. <laughs> my God. Straight up, and you freaked out. And you're like, Oh my God! And, and then, um, as you, as customarily, sometimes you do have this recurring nightmare quite a bit. Um, but as you wake up, um, triptych is always there. With your, with your um, morning beer and the cracked egg. Now, can you please roll me a D6 to figure out what kind of egg this is? Because... Faux oh, safety. Um, it's actually... I rolled a four. I know. Okay, it's actually what? I was going to wait for you to do that, but that's fine too. It's so, a chicken egg.
2: I feel like there's this big setup here, and you're just you're just looking at us.
3: I was a chicken egg. He's cracking into your glass. He's pouring you a beer. I,
2: th- I think okay. it's the point. Uh, okay. That's it.
3: <laughs> and he's gonna ask if uh, do you want it scrambled or not.
2: that to make a difference. Comes
3: out the same way or another. So, um, he's gonna try something new on you. <clears throat> he's going to, um, he's gonna if you <laughs> remember Treasure Planet.
2: God, Treasure Planet.
3: The The, best Disney movie ever made. Facts. Um, I don't know. I really liked Homeward Bound. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs)
1: This motherfucker is going to put Homeward Bound in the same category as Treasure
0: Planet. A talking golden retriever? They're not
1: even talking.
0: (laughs) Okay. Um, A golden retriever that uh, has psionic abilities? Fair enough. I'll allow it. But Treasure Planet? Treasure excuse me um
3: by thunder <laughs> uh so the cyborg like you know how he had that little flamethrower like in his little robotic hand what was his name which one eggplant boy cyborg pirate the the bad guy silver yeah well, long a, he john was, silver he wasn't bad he was chaotic neutral um,
1: <laughs> I mean he, he commandeered a whole ship He killed the first mate It's pretty fucking evil Well they deserved it They did <laughs> He was a good boy He was a rock boy
3: He just was in it for himself But anyway so um, So Triptic kind of takes your uh, pint glass for you And he's going to put the egg in first And the beer on top of that And he's going to kind of like get a little flamethrower under it And you're going to get scrambled eggs in a cup <laughs> So it's almost like you get toast and eggs But it's just beer. soggy scrambled egg
2: <laughs> It's <laughs> liquid bread I'm gonna drink the whole thing in one go. All
3: right, give me a con save.
2: <laughs> Till you die.
3: How's a five?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: Just vom all over the floor.
3: Oh man, you are going to. <laughs> oh shit. So you, um, you are. It tasted really good. But sometimes taste and thoroughly cooked egg don't necessarily mix. Turns so, out
2: that uh, gnomes are allergic to chicken eggs.
3: So you have – um,
2: <laughs> Or eggs in general.
3: <laughs> you feel a quick rush in your stomach of amazing like – I was like, oh my god, that's the best eggs I've ever had. And immediately followed by, I don't know if it cooked that all the way. And you need to run to the bathroom pronto. Nope. <laughs>
2: <laughs> at the bar, he's just going <laughs> shit where he's at. It's, uh, <laughs> it's
3: it's going all down the chair, and Trip is just kind of <laughs> looking horrible. He's like, "Yes, I did this," and he's going to go grab a mop real quick. He's like, "You boys ready to go?" <laughs> so sadly, Era, the next three rolls you make are going to incur disadvantage because you have <laughs>
0: shit myself. You have sad tummy. <laughs> I got boo-boo
2: tummy. And brown pants. You
3: do have boo-boo tummy and, yeah,
2: conveniently now, brown pants. (laughs) This guy knows what's happening. He wore the brown pants. (laughs) Natural coloring. (laughs) Yeah, so I'm going to cast –
1: can I do anything for that? I don't think I can.
2: I am going to cast Minor Illusion to make it look like I didn't shit myself. Jesus Christ. (laughs) But the stench is still there. How do you have Minor Illusion? Because all gnomes have it. Oh no! That's right, because you're a gnome. I was gonna
1: cast minor illusion too. Oh. Well,
0: Savitar's still in his room, and he's gonna perform a daily ritual. Um, so when he wakes up, he casts prestidigitation and creates a little hologram in his hand, and he starts talking to it. Okay. And kind of he calls it the source, and he believes it's actually real even though it's pressed digitation. Uh-huh. And he explains what happened the night before and his plans for the day. Okay. So...
1: It's like a Wilson situation from like Castaway?
0: Well, maybe. All right. Cool. It just might be in his head. <laughs> you can hear a knock at the door.
3: Like, room service!
0: Kind of interrupts him and, and he shakes his hand away and gets up and answers the door and says, I didn't order anything.
3: You need anything? We We've got need... lots of stuff.
0: No, you're supposed to show up when I order something. What
3: well, do you want me think? I'm, I'm making another trip downstairs. Do you need anything?
0: Well, yes, that's how it works. What do you want? Um, sure. What do you have?
3: we got eggs. we got sausages. we got got uh, something triptych's made up, but we need to cook it a little bit longer because they get a little bit of mud butt.
0: <laughs> uh, well, Triptych said I could have the fully cooked sausages and eggs. All on, right, on the house.
3: Fully cooked, on the house. Yes, we'll take the lot. <laughs> Can you give me a perception check, real quick?
0: <laughs> Twenty-five.
3: She's given you—is that a net?
0: No, it's okay. an eighteen.
3: She's given you this wide-eyed stare, so you're getting the the feeling that she might take everything you say just a little too literally. So she's going to start trotting down very quickly. She's going to bring you a fucking house with eggs on top of it. She grabbed a ladder that you saw from the uh, closet. So she's going to start walking (laughs) immediately down now.
0: So what I said is I want all your bacon and eggs. What you heard is I want a lot of bacon and eggs.
3: (laughs) All right. On the house, right? Yes. All All right. right. So she's going to run down. Um, (laughs) And so as the rest of the day is kind of going on, so you – I mean there's just shit still – Kind of dripping down from this uh, stool trip. He's going to kind of pick you up just by one hand and he's going to start mopping aggressively that, uh,
2: that little shit stain you made. Hey man, man handle the king man. Watch out, man. <laughs> <laughs> we have Foley now. We have the budget. It's all
3: thanks to our generous patrons. Thank you, God. Jimmy Dean
0: sausage and egg bowl. Oh my God. <laughs> so Salvatore's not going to wait for her to come back. He was just trying to send her off on an errand. Okay. And heads downstairs. All right. Um, you come down to, there's some regulars kind of in there,
3: but maybe like two or three, you get the feeling. This is more like night shift, kind of like laborers that are coming in for, um, just for a drink before they hit the hay and get back at the next or, uh, the next evening. Um, they look a little dirty dingy as, I mean, as you expect from miners. Um,
1: As in like children?
3: No <laughs> uh, Yes
0: All the night shift is <laughs> underage labor
3: Oh like ting ting yeah, <laughs> Like ting ting No this is like
2: kids hour <laughs> At the bar welcome, welcome, welcome to the salty boys <laughs> toy channel <laughs> like They serve them beer in a fucking sippy cup They call it alphabet soup <laughs> It's
0: 21 and over Except for like 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. That's you know, 21 inches and
1: over. <laughs> it's like six to nine. It's like 21 and under.
0: <laughs> well, Mock definitely wouldn't make that one. Triple X. Anyway. <laughs> Hold it in. Hold it in. <laughs> Wasn't ready for that
3: one. <laughs> Jesus
1: Christ. <laughs> anyway, miners. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what are these miners? What, what's these miners' deal? Are they like, what, what do they look like?
3: Size. Mostly humanoid. Um, a couple elves in there, a couple half-elves that you can see. Um, they're not – It's looks like people from the outer ring or the poorer section, not the rich section, the poorer section. All the rich <laughs> people
2: mine. Um, and all the poor people sit around and eat fucking cheese and drink wine all day.
3: But it looks like they are –
2: But it's shitty cheese and wine.
3: Yeah, so Grambo dies from a heart <laughs> attack. <laughs> so he should be quiet the rest of the episode. <laughs> but, yeah, so it looks like they're – I mean – They're minors. They're a little grisly. Um, Do I recognize any of them? Give me a perception. Eighteen. You notice one is um, Troy Battleblade. Oh. Agatha's (laughs) son.
1: Oh, well then. Uh, Errol is going to saunter on over to a Mm -hmm. Battleblade here and go, Ah, Troy, uh, back from another rousing day of uh, cracking stones, are we?
3: Arrow, good to see you. And he's gonna give you a big hug. Do you accept the hug? Oh hell yeah, we accept he's gonna, it. He's gonna like, man, it's so good to see you. Yeah, we just we just finished up a great route tonight.
1: Excellent, excellent. I imagine the haul was as uh, hard as the day's
3: work you put in. Almost. We had some. We have some. Uh, we had good a tip on a uh, orichalcum. Ooh, orichalcum. Uh, but it uh, turned out just to be adamant. Ah,
1: uh, I've been in the market for some of that myself. So, ah, uh, do let me know if you have any more. Uh, Tips and such.
3: On the auric Halcom or the Adamant? The auric Halcom, bro. Oh, yeah. So know how much
1: those go for on the street? <clears> throat> street throat> value auric Halcom is?
3: No, I don't. Uh, neither do I. I was hoping you were going to tell me. I can tell you
1: right now. Bro, fucking tell me. Just roll every dice you have. Almost
3: 3,000 gold. Uh, yeah. That's So Fucking want them. So, a, yeah, we have a couple good tips on Adamant, but nothing else from there. Uh,
1: don't have any clientele in for Adamant, unfortunately, but... uh. Appreciate it, nonetheless. Uh, say, Troy, how's your dear old mother doing? Uh, the good old dame.
3: Oh, she's great. Business is booming.
1: That's what I've been hearing. Uh, just not selling things at pretty knockout
3: prices, from what I imagine. Yeah, we found this really good vein of uh, iron that we've been kind of milking for a little bit, and the barracks cut us a really good deal. Really? Yeah. How did the barracks come into this? Uh, this vein of iron? Well, the well, so we. They don't actually come into the iron. So what we do is we go in and like kind of scout the land. <clears throat> we got a great tip from uh from the other from the other night shift people. There's like, hey, if you keep going in this way, we won't be able to find something. But um, so we went down, and lo and behold, a little antechamber opened up, and we found this massive deposit of iron. So now the barracks, the the troops there got a little bit more stuff to work with, so we can start making some more weapons, maybe update some stuff for them. Very nice. Sounds like the dame's doing a. A lot of charitable work there. A lot of luck. A lot of luck, definitely. But we have a good crew. And then they're going to say, next round on me. And you're going to hear, why? And then Triptych's going to kind of look over and as he's still furiously uh, cleaning up the chase, like, I got another seat here. And he's going to look at you and be like, move. Make me. He's going to pick <laughs> you up and
2: toss you. Just a little I'm bit. I'm not I mean, even going to try and oppose the athletics because I will fail. I'll just let it happen. So he's going <laughs> to toss you, but like, it's not like an aggressive. You're gonna land on you like a cat. It's just like I'm a gnome, so you know it's not that hard. Yeah, land you're a monk. So yeah, so they
3: order another round of drinks for everybody. Trip going to start kind of going behind the bar. Cool.
2: So the drunken monk's going to go up to the bartender, and I'm, I'm going to be like, "Trip, Dick, I'm a, I'm on level with you here. I'm, I'm not going to. I got to I got to ask you a question. Yeah. What do you know about that boy? And I'm going to talk about the. The boy that um, Troy, yeah, Troy
3: it? yeah, does an honest days work. He's a good kid.
2: Yeah, he just wants to make some coin. Fair enough. Um, so what? What I'm I'm trying to go for is I want to because we know that you could have just said that. Well, I had to introduce it in character first. Mm-hmm. Safety. I
3: had to introduce it in character first Do this next time.
2: I did. I introduced it in character first. I did. Anyways, so what I'm trying I'm, what I'm trying to get out of here is, like, any information, like, because I know that it's his mom that we got to deal with, right? Yeah. So, like, <clears throat> something about, like, I don't know, family ties, like, how, how is how is his relationship with his family? You can ask. Um, well, I'm just kind of table talking so that you know what I'm going for. Um, you can ask in character. I'm, I'm also going for. open-braining this. Okay. Well, anyways, so I'm going to be like. What well, do you know about his mom? She'd been... She'd been working Uh, <clears throat> She's got a
3: good side hustle with the barracks. So she kind of set up shop... Uh, kind of improving their weapons a little bit. How should she get in with the barracks? She just had a shop right near the barracks. That was it. It was location, location, location out there. Oh, shit. She makes great weapons. She she started off making tools for the, uh, for the farmland, but then <clears throat> once they put the barracks in after the... Uh, after kind of that vampire uprising we had a while back, she uh, – I was drunk for that whole thing. I guess so. Um, but yeah, he's going to say she just she started making some some weapons, started touching some things up, and then business started booming. But we don't know how she keeps making that – we don't know how she keeps making that influx of coin.
2: Yeah. I don't give a shit too much about money, but I even know uh, It's just too cheap. You can't can't sell for less than what you buy, Pay for it.
3: Aye.
2: All right. Well, I'm done. I didn't get really, really use, super useful information out. Of, well, actually, no, I did. The, where the look shop location is?
3: Yeah, is you, it's on the outer ring. <clears throat> on the it's on. Um, so there's the rock face, the t- two big barracks buildings, and then on the left side of that is um, Agatha's shop. So, guys, let's go to the shop.
1: Yes, I agree. That should be our first destination. Uh, before I go, uh, ba- Mr. <clears throat> Battleblade. Uh, can, can I tell you a secret? Yeah. So he's going to kind of look over at Master Grambo Crampo, kind of shimming it up at the bar there and mm-hmm. goes, my associate there, uh, you've probably seen him in the past, uh, looking to uh, get into a more honest profession uh, and – I think, uh, I think that's why he's so shy right now. Uh, seeing you all here kind of intimidates him. Uh, he's been telling me he's been trying to get into the mining industry. Um, now, I know you couldn't tell a layperson like myself where your uh, iron, your new iron vein was to be held, but uh, let's say he was trying to get into the business, get into the good graces with Agatha. Where might he start? Give me a persuasion check. Yeah. If we can find this iron vein, maybe we can cut out the middleman, kind of figure out what's going on at the bottom of all this. Persuasion? Yeah. is a 16
3: right. he's gonna kind of look at you and be like you know you've helped out the city a lot I can I can't tell you where the iron is because I mean trade secrets you know
1: oh absolutely
3: Um, but I think my mom might be able to help you out a little bit with that Um, she might know a couple routes so you you said uh, he's gonna look at Grambo. he's like you say he's getting in the mining business? <laughs> well, everyone starts somewhere.
1: Uh, you remember? Uh, you remember how you started, friend? I do. I was helping forge weapons. Well, but everyone yeah. walks. Is this path of life is a uh, got a few more twists and turns than. Yours or mine, perhaps,
3: but, uh... I'll say, he might need to work his way up before he gets into the mines. Well,
1: just you wait till this man sobers up, huh? I've been waiting for the past three years, but, uh, I'm sure it'll
3: happen eventually. I hope so, too. I'll drink to that, he's gonna cheers his buddies, and you're gonna hear some more
2: cheers kind of in the background. I'm gonna waddle over with my shit pants, and I just walk up to him and was like, <laughs> I'm afraid the cumulative hangover will kill me. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Well, you you kind of need your wits about you in the uh, in the mine. Sometimes there are some creatures that have been popping up recently. Creatures? What kind of creatures? We don't really know. You whenever they whenever they kind of come in, we usually tend to get out of there because we only have pickaxes here.
0: Mm, well, how about you tell us where this is at, and we'll get rid of the creatures for you.
3: Well, I wish I knew, but it seems like they kind of come from everywhere. Because we can't really, we can't see too far down in there. I'm sorry, we haven't had the pleasure. I'm a I'm Troy Battleblade. Who are you,
0: Salvatore? Salvatore. Service.
3: That's an interesting name for somewhere for someone over here.
0: I'm not from around here, but uh, one of my professions is getting rid of evil, and generally creatures like this are evil. So if you could do us the pleasure of telling us where your mind is at, we would get rid of these creatures for you.
3: I'm sorry, I can't do that. My mom has all the information there. I just kind of go where they tell me. Again, trade C- You get the you get the feeling he's kind of he's kind of dull or a little dim witted about it. And he's a he's a real rule follower with some of that shit. He Doesn't really want to cross anybody.
2: Well, I, I think we're gonna make our exit, and I'm going to motion to the other two that we should make our leave. Um, but just because this boy's dull, and I'm feeling amused, uh, I'm gonna be like, "Hey, watch this." he's he's human right yeah he's like hey what's that in your hair and I'm gonna reach out and like <laughs> behind his right ear and I'm gonna cast minor illusion and pull a gold piece out but it's not real
0: he's <laughs> like, he was just
2: gonna smear shit in his hair <laughs> <laughs> that's actually what I did
3: he's gonna kind of put us, he's like did I leave another gold piece and he's gonna at the mid sense be like just <laughs> 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 be like and I'm gone. He's gonna be like, What was in my ear? <laughs> and then as you guys are leaving the bar, like, hey yo, Troy's got shit in his
1: ear. <laughs> hey, he's all
2: shit here.
0: So where do we find his mother?
1: Used to be shit ass.
0: By the barracks, apparently. <clears throat> well, let's go talk to dear old mom. Yeah, y'all would know where that shit
3: is. So um so <laughs> as you as you make your way out of the stuck pig, <laughs> it's pretty much on the other side of the wall. Dilla do, dilla do, dilla do, do, Fuck! And you get to the um, <laughs> so you pass kind of the the gallows, where an almost um, this is where a lot lots of hangings happen, as you can imagine, and best not, not hang around here too long. Gentlemen. It's just ah! so some of the this is where all the dicks hang out.
2: Uh, (laughs) our humor is really dropping off guys come on i get that that was a good one we're done i've got a cock (laughs) that makes one of us so how's the rooster farming going
3: yeah you are are just one big set of balls (laughs) (laughs) so um, i am the nuts (laughs) so yeah there's a there's kind of like an urban legend at this point now um you all, you all, you all know is like kind of like the fall of Kuri. So it was the um, is an old Kokra. <laughs> yes, that was <clears throat> that tried to start an uprising towards the outer ring, years and years and years and years ago. And um, eventually, they had caught Kuri and beheaded him, in like in that spot, and um, they had his head on a pike for the longest time, and then eventually, like kind of like Wilton decayed away. They built the gallows above it. So you would know that as kind of like the folly of Kuri in that spot. That's kind of like the urban legend there where um, if anyone talks about uprisings anymore, like it's silenced because the vast power of King Rone.
1: Rather misguided chap that Kuri was, but uh, I don't think he was entirely wrong, truth be told.
2: Okay, not my city, not my place.
3: Yeah.
2: Is there anyone hanging at the gallows right now?
3: Yes. Is there a corpse? Give me a perception check.
2: It's daphrin <laughs> How's a f- ten? Ten? Yeah.
3: Oh fuck yeah! Okay. Um, so you would know this as. Oh man. Oh uh, okay. You would know this as um. Almost previous, not necessarily royalty, but she was definitely a big socialite. You would know this as the Duchess Minerva. Um, throat slit and hanging with a um, silver knife plunged in her uh, in her side with a stake through her heart. Oh. Is this like, is this something I would have been
1: like privy to? Is this like, I'm sure this has been like headline news or is this just happening?
3: Um, oh yeah, you would definitely know. So... The Vampire Uprising happened. A little bit of history. So, the Vampire Uprising happened as as um like one of the big crime syndicates in this town was uh, is run by Heidegger. Um, you don't know where his location is based, but all you essentially would know about Heidegger is that he's very much well connected within the city to all the skeevy underbelly and all the all the wrongdoings in there. But no one's actually really seen him. In a while, it's connected to the Duchess, who was the pretty much like uh, first generation vampire in the uh, in the city, and people kind of knew she was an, she was kind of a little bit off a rocker, but <clears throat> people didn't expect the shit show that happened next. So there was a small uprising where a few vampires were kind of like getting out, but it was it was kind of clunky how she tried to overthrow everybody, and then very quickly was caught. And stabbed with a uh, with a silver dagger, and then stake plunged through her heart.
2: And so. she's currently hanging as well. Currently hanging, yeah. Is DK, anyone watching her?
3: No one's watching her. Are they, I mean the the festivities have ended with her uh, with her demise. And so for Granbo, the
0: stake.
2: B- <laughs> before you do that, Granbo's gonna poke. Um, shit, I can't. What's your character's name? Shit, <laughs> Errol. <laughs> Errol. 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 He's gonna poke Errol in the ribs and be like, "Hey." Watch this. I'm going to cast Minor Illusion. She has a boner.
0: (laughs) This is my brother, Errol. This is my other brother,
3: Errol. (laughs) So, yeah, you just see like a little... (laughs) Imagine imagine a little slide whistle kind of happens there. (laughs) And um, you're going to hear a laugh in the background like, Oh, that's a a funny little trick you have there.
1: Fuck me. I never pick a character who would want to do this.
0: Um, we turn around and see who that is uh, um,
3: It's going to kind of look over And remember the mask guy from Majora's Mask Nope <clears throat> Never played it um, Just So a little bit of an older Older chap Of very porcelain skin be- Immaculate condition um, But again Sounds super old but he's going to kind of look over like oh, ho, ho, the, the duchess is putting on a show <laughs>
0: Is he as pretty as I am even more pretty Mm, that's tough and what's it to you oh nothing to me it's just funny to see young
1: man
3: I sense
0: great struggle in you (laughs) (laughs) Uh, okay master Yoda I don't know this Yoda you speak of young man (laughs) me neither just slipped out Sounds like a little beta cuck. <laughs>
3: Ooh, hoo, 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 hoo. And you, Errol, you carry a very interesting trinket with
1: you. Uh, um, so yeah, Errol has no need to hide it from him. He's like, oh, you have a very clever eye, there, friend. Uh, I've got two. Oh, well. Double the eyes means double the prize. Uh, what can you tell me about my trinket here, friend? Oh, nothing. You must figure
3: that out on
0: your own. <laughs>
1: oh, well, you've been maddeningly unhelpful then, sir.
0: I try. That
3: is the. That is the gambit of Shill's car. <laughs> and like, he's just fucking weird.
1: It really is quite a pleasant town once you kind of get away from this
3: area. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to look over at, uh, Grambo. He's like, oh, Grambo, it's been a while. <laughs> How are you, Grambo?
0: Who are you? Oh, I'm Sheila's car.
2: <laughs> oh, that guy. <laughs> I'm going to look over at uh Errol and, and, um, I'm just going to say, I hate that guy. (laughs) Would
3: you fancy a drink as usual? I've got a new
0: brew for you. The
2: last time you gave me something to drink. I've never been more sober in my life. I'm not going down that road again.
0: But this one's new. <laughs> Grambo.
2: You somehow managed to make alcohol. that makes you less drunk. <laughs> Give it a try if you
3: want, but you must pay me three gold. Can I roll a perception
2: check on this drink that he's trying to offer me? Uh,
3: you can. It's in, it is in a glass bottle.
2: Fifteen? Fifteen.
3: It's actually shit. so you don't know why fermented but you trust it this time it's not cloudy it looks like a clear spirit that someone had intentionally tried to act to make and it might get you fucked up okay well you do notice though there is a stone at the bottom okay of the
2: glass all right we're going down this road all right but uh, uh, so as a drunken master I get Proficiency in brewer supplies and performance. So I don't know if that helps at all, but ah, uh, this sounds more of this doesn't. It's not more beery. It's no, more it's distilled. Yeah, distilled, more distilled spirits. So, yeah. it,
3: like you, of the um, you are a uh, what gnome was it? Yeah. yeah, of the gnomes, there's definitely two classes of gnome, especially around here. You have the distillers who are up in the inner circle, and then more of the brewers who are kind of. Towards the outset, and the merchant ring kind of gets a little bit of both in there.
2: All right. Um, Bottoms up. I'm going to drink this weird-ass rock liquor. Are you drinking the whole thing? (laughs) Am I drinking the whole thing? I'm asking you. Are Are you you drinking the whole thing? How much can I drink before I throw up?
3: You can drink the whole thing, but you don't know what's going to happen yet. Are you drinking the whole thing? Sure. Just do it. Roll me a D100.
2: Jesus Christ. Where's Simmons when you need him? Hang on, I have an have an app for this. There's an app for that. One has he, gone, has he graduated D100. from cards? D100, eighty two.
3: Alcohol. Sorry, give me one second.
2: Eighty
3: two. Oh fuck! Hold on. I'm sorry. It's gonna take me like a little bit longer than that.
2: Oh. <laughs> D100. Jesus Christ. This is an ASMR podcast now, uh, page flipping.
3: It is. You, what was it again? I'm sorry.
2: 82. 82.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, Shill's going to be like, oh, you drank the secret tonic. Grambo <laughs> Bibidi Bobidi Boo No one can see you now And you cast invisibility on yourself <laughs> <laughs> And then Grambo's gonna be like I've been on the lookout for some cards so if you see some please let me know ah, The shills And then he's gonna kinda like scamper away and almost as like as soon as you turn your heads away from the situation like it's gone like shills is
2: gone that was an interesting fellow
1: I hope we never see him again but I have a strong suspicion that we will see more of him than we would like
2: I've seen him once and that's more than I like well we can't see you right now grambo so you're going to have to
1: tell us every once in a while that you're still here
0: or perhaps well if he follows us into uh that lady's store. Maybe you can find out something for us.
1: I like the way you think, my friend.
0: Unless he falls over and um,
1: breaks is oh, there any way I can? Is there any way I can figure out how long this invisibility is going to last on You him? have
3: no idea. No one has any idea. Hmm. Rambo,
2: take your clothes off. They AR, already
3: <laughs> Give me a con real quick, AR. Uh, 10. You're definitely feeling it, but you're still pretty... Pretty uh, cognizant of everything around. Cool. You. Well, at least I can speak. Yeah, and you are invisible.
1: Grambo. Uh, how do you say about doing some impromptu reconnaissance work once we uh, request our audience with the dame? I was going to do that anyway. So cool. Well, fantastic. Now it's going to me. That much easier on you, seeing as no one can see you. Well, for no now. One... Well, we'll cross that bridge when we get there, friend. Uh, shall we make our way to the dames, gentlemen?
3: Let's go find this broad. Cool. Sweet. You can't not, you cannot miss Agatha's shop. It's um, it looks almost like pieced together. Like you've ever seen like favelas and um, Brazil and Brazil. Thank you. Yeah. Um. It's it looks like it started off as a very humble shop and then eventually just kind of ballooned into a little bit more. Um. You see, not it's not necessarily run down. It's it looks really nice for the place where it's at. There's um a really big smithy towards the left of it. You have a big uh big forge. On that left side, you have a, um, you have another little al- alcove where, like, people do weapon drop-offs, and y- they put their names in, and then she kind of gets to it when she needs to.
2: Is there a, like, level 15 character making, like, 3,000 iron daggers at a time? Yes. <laughs> it's a Skyrim joke.
3: But, yeah, so it's a, it's a very humble-looking shop until you kind of, like, go even closer, and you're like, oh, shit. Like, it's all pieced together to make this massive kind of, like, super
0: shop now. Um, it's a super shop. It is. So it's like Walmart.
3: Yep. Yeah. Huh.
2: Medieval Walmart. Walmart. That's Walmart. it. She's cutting her prices with rollbacks. <laughs> so you you we found um, out how she did it. So <laughs> I
3: imagine y'all walk into the store. Mm-hmm. And there's a couple people shopping, kind of around. Um, but as you get in, like it definitely opens up to a much bigger thing. You have a section for swords, axes, bows, crossbows. Um, a Deep selection of ammo around there.
2: For some strange Um, reason, there's an ophthalmologist at the front.
3: There could be, (laughs) even a gynecologist too in the back. But don't worry about that. So, um, (laughs) there's a. (laughs) (laughs) We're done with band references. Fuck no joke. Um, But yeah, it's a it's a pretty decent store. Everything looks quality that you can see. Um, And then you notice a slightly older lady kind of hunched over at the, at the front. Very keen, very keen on a lot of things. Almost Daffron keen. I was about um, to say that. (laughs) But no, very keen on just like who's in the source. Like, Oh, welcome. I'm a, I'm Agatha. What can I help you with? And it's not, there's no, um, it like, it feels like very, very warm how she's inviting you into her, her establishment. How old is she? Uh, she looks to be about 60 or so.
0: Oh, perfect.
1: Uh, so at this point, uh, I'm sort of making pleasantries, kind of waving at the Agatha, kind of hailing her. Uh, but I'm gonna cast message to Grambo crambo over here. Okay, I'm gonna say, Grambo, uh, you might want to start snooping around for uh, some back rooms, maybe some uh, parchments or documents that uh, aren't for the public eye. Uh,
2: quick as you can. I'm not sure how long this little uh, enchantment of yours is gonna last. I was actually gonna. Is there? Is it a cash register area where she's behind, like a counter? Yeah, it's, over it's, the it cash looks register? like a, um,
3: That looks like where she keeps the nicer. Products, like maybe the more custom jobs okay. that maybe someone didn't pick up. But yeah, there's um kind of like a cash area, more like glass viewing area too. Okay, I
2: was going to start by look – like I don't want to like break into her cash drawer, but I wanted to try to look behind the cash register to see if there's anything that caught my eye and then do what he <coughs> wanted to do. Give me a perception.
3: Uh, Eight. Cool. You nothing really catches your eye. It looks like pretty standard store affair, other than like the really nice ornate kind of weaponry that's around there.
2: Cool. All right. Well, I'm gonna head. I'm gonna head to the back and do what he said. Okay.
3: Um. Uh. I need a stealth check this time, just because you still are walking around the store and like the floor might be a little creaky.
2: Okay. I mean, I'm invisible, so is that like advantage or anything? Uh. Why not? Okay, that's a 19 plus 6. 19 so, yeah. plus
3: 6, yeah. So you have some godly reason you have found every single floorboard that doesn't creak or you found like right where they kind of join at the uh, at the supports and you kind of make your way to the back room. Um, and the door's already open, so you don't have to even worry about that.
2: All right, I'm going in. All right, we'll
3: get back to that in a minute. So what are y'all two doing? She's looking around. She's like, can I help you boys Uh, find anything?
0: Well – Salvatore's uh, extremely beautiful. He's like a five-foot-nine male model. Okay. And he takes her hand and just bows and gives it a little kiss and says, it's a pleasure to meet you, ma'am. I've heard so much about you. She's going to blush for a second. She's like, oh, with your flowery words. You are dastardly, aren't you? Well, and your son has uh, spoken so much about you as well. Oh, Troy, how's he doing? Not too bad, but he said that you might have a little bit of a problem that we could help you with. Oh, like what? Uh, well, incontinence. From him and his friends, it looks like they're uh, a bunch of miners, and they said they were running into <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of This is an intervention, <laughs> ma'am. That dig rocks out of the ground. <laughs> and they're running into a monster problem? She's going to say, Oh.
3: I was hoping to keep that under wraps a little bit more, but yes. We've had a, we've lost a couple we've lost a couple of our workforce and a couple of the guards too, but
0: we just can't seem to figure out where it's coming from. Well, you know kids, they can't keep their mouths shut. But uh maybe we could help you with this problem.
3: Maybe. What may I ask our are you capable of if you don't mind? Because usually, who I hire to help with that, with uh, or usually our security detail is a little more kitted out, per
0: se. I hunt evil, and evil runs from me.
3: Are you, uh, can I get a persuasion? Ooh, Eleven. I gonna say, well. Just barely, but she's going to be like, I might need a little bit more than that. Cause you see, we have a lot of hunters around here. Give me one second. I really have to pee. Okay, cool. Um, So yeah, she was like, well, I guess we could use all the help we can get. Is it just the two of you?
0: Um, We have another associate that's not with us right now. He wasn't feeling well, so he's uh, back at the inn recuperating. From the night before.
3: Oh, is he at the Drunken Skeever 2?
0: Uh, no, he's actually at the Drunken Skeever 1. Oh. <laughs> <clears throat> did burn down a terrible fire, it did. <laughs> oh, maybe I'm mistaken. Maybe he is at the 2. The 2, oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely the number 2.
3: I don't follow.
1: <laughs> ah, our, our associate ah. shot himself. You see. <laughs> oh
3: no! And that's well,
0: why he's recuperating.
3: Doesn't need any more armor to help him with this. More uh, like repopulating. Just <laughs> <to hear laughs> <to> ask me. <laughs> 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 and <laughs>
0: Rainbow
3: dies. <laughs> um, you can say, yeah. What we could use some help with. um It's just on the other side of the barracks. Here, I can. I can show you the entrance if you want. So while Agatha and
1: Salvatore are discussing, uh, I'm gonna take a, sh- I'm gonna take a chance. I'm gonna use detect thoughts on Agatha. Okay, what does she have to do?
2: She's sixty years old, bro. She's not a thought. Not a thought. <laughs> She's a cougar. Oh damn! <laughs> took me way too long. <laughs> All right. Uh, for
1: the duration, you can read the thoughts of certain creatures when you cast the spell, and as your action on each turn until the spell ends, you can focus your mind on any one creature that you can see within 30 feet of you. If the creature you choose has an intelligence of three or lower, it doesn't speak any language, the creature is unaffected. Does she have more than a three? <laughs> <laughs> she's just no, she's a, a drooling mess. <laughs> no, right. She has more than three intelligence. Right. So, initially I, just, so initially, I learned just the surface thoughts of the creature. Okay. Uh, so what is most on its mind at that moment? So I just get that for free.
0: God, okay. She thinks I'm so sexy,
3: doesn't she? Um, she's just like strapping young lads in the store, like trying to help out. So she could always use an extra hand or two. That's pretty much on her mind.
1: Okay. Uh she make
3: a check for anything else?
1: I'm gonna attempt to probe a little deeper into her mind. Okay. Uh, she needs to make a Wisdom saving throw. Okay. What's your DC? DC at least 14.
3: Okay. She definitely fails that.
1: Cool. Uh, <clears throat> if it fails, I gain insight into its reasoning. If any, it's emotional state and something that looms large in her mind as such as something it worries over, loves, or hates.
3: She's worried about her child in the mines right now because they don't know exactly what they're going up against. Um, and they know that um, that the guards have been kind of downplaying what has been in the mines, kind of killing uh, either some of the guards or some of the miners in there.
1: Okay. Okay. Um, Cool. So either uh, it says at the end here, either way, the target knows that you are probing into its mind, and unless I shift my attention to another creature's thoughts, uh, Agatha can use its action on its turn to make an int-, int check contested by my int check. If it succeeds, the spell ends. I'm going to immediately shift over to Salvatore. Okay. And just... Uh, I'm just shifting it over so she doesn't have that chance to, like, sever that connection
0: herself. Okay. So,
3: <clears throat> so she didn't know you read her mind at all.
0: Um... So my surface thoughts are she's going to tell us where this is at and if she's facilitating something evil she's going to die. Okay, and uh
1: he's just going to chop it off there. He doesn't want to probe any farther into Salvatore's brain.
3: <laughs> All right, yeah. So she's going to look over and say, "Well, um I guess if you whenever your friend is feeling better, I can show you the way to the to the um to the mine and then we'll cut to Whatever Grambo's doing,
2: uh, I'm looking around on the back room. All right, what are you the door was open. Yeah, what
3: are you looking for? Anything,
2: or, anything that can cue me into how these people are uh, cutting costs so quickly. All right, give me a rapidly, perception check or uh, efficiently. I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. Oh, I guess investigation. That might be a little. Better. That was a dirty twenty.
3: Dirty twenty. That's good.
2: So a dirty <coughs> twenty-one for investigation.
3: Okay, so you're you're looking through, and you're starting to see why, um, because she's mapped out parts of the um, – she's mapping out part of the um, mines where they've already dug, and she's making a little bit more different compounds than just iron. It's like a – it's not quite iron. It's a little bit more brittle, but it gives the same appearance as iron. It has kind of like the same sheen, um, and – that's kind of how she's keeping her prices a little bit lower. She also cut a deal with the with the barracks, with the troops. So they pay her a little bit more up front to repair all their armor and she's just making a lot more coin just based off of them paying a higher price for a lot of other stuff from the manifestos that you can kind of see on the on the desk or the invoices that you can kinda of see. So it's not necessarily
2: anything illegal.
3: Not necessarily anything illegal, just really good business and maybe and maybe she's just and a little bit more
2: for the money and kind of like this is kind of a little gougy. A little gougy. Cool. That's – um. Can, do I have time to make one more check before I'm not invisible anymore?
3: You're going to do it at disadvantage.
2: Okay. I'm going to look for any like free liquor.
3: All right. Give me an investigation <laughs> check at disadvantage.
2: That's off the floor. Uh, four. Four.
3: All right, you are going to fall, fart at the same time, and um, someone's going to kind of run back like, what? And Agatha's going to stop conversation with y'all real quick. She's going to be like, what is that? And then she's going to kind of like hustle back into the uh, into the back room where um, I imagine you scurried out with uh, still farting yourself.
2: Am I still invisible?
3: Yes, you are still invisible. Okay, yeah. But you have scurried out, and she's
2: went in there and has noticed that someone has ransacked her office. Well, I, w- I wasn't really ransacking it. I was just investigating.
3: Well, as you tried to escape.
2: Oh, I just made a yeah, mess of things. And, y- and you rolled a four. And I farted.
3: Yes. The fart led to the falling. I dropped to- a
2: book on the floor, and then I farted. <laughs> yeah. Or was it a shirt? <laughs> so, I got, should, I, she's going to kind of look Travis around. Travis showed me this vine the other day, or whatever the fuck they are now anymore. And this, this guy, like, tried to cough to cover up a fart. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, he just goes, he just goes... <laughs> and just fucking shit himself.
1: <laughs> and he's like, Oh what the fuck?
3: <laughs>
2: um
3: Jesus. So Atkins is gonna run out and be like Did you hear that? I think someone just tried to steal from me. Oh dear.
1: What's and he kinda he walks in and gets a whiff of it and goes <laughs>
3: Fucking Christ <laughs>
1: Um It's like a quite an uh Odiferous assailant, you seem to have attracted here, uh, Dame Agatha. Uh, Would you like us to. would you like us on the case for you?
3: Uh, yes, 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 you can be on the case.
1: Fantastic. We'll, uh. add this one on our docket after we, uh.
3: secure your mining problem here. Uh. I hope nothing of value is taken from you. It doesn't look like it. Just looks like something fell, maybe. I guess I've been placing some things kind of precariously.
0: Well. We'll check it out, and it would be really nice that, um, if we do you a service and secure your mine, uh, maybe we could get a little bit of a discount here. A discount? Certainly. You know, just for helping you out. Certainly. Okay. I'll take you to the mine. Well, lead the way?
1: Excellent! So, uh... Is there any way we could prepare before our uh, adventure to the mine here? He's trying to <laughs> say it loud but not, like, draw any attention to himself so Grambo
2: can hear <laughs> wherever he is. I can't make myself uninvisible, can I? No.
0: Well, we're going to find the um, <laughs> where the entrance is at. It doesn't mean we have to go right away. Yeah,
2: she's just going to show you where the entrance is. Oh, well okay. then. Okay, okay. So, so hear me out. She's going to take you over herself. Can I cast Minor Illusion on myself while I'm invisible to make me look like myself again? I'm not invisible. <laughs> He's going to make a visible himself next to where he isn't.
0: <laughs> well, he is invisible.
2: I mean, I guess. Okay, so I'm going to do that, but I'm going to be outside and then come back in the door and I'm just going to follow them. Okay. What happens if you cast a mirror image on yourself while you're invisible?
0: Um she she's going to so she's going to take you out to the mine
3: and as you guys are kind of walking um you <clears throat> Like you're starting to get more towards the kind of like rocky area of the, um, of the outer ring. And she is going to kind of like say, well, here it is. And you're going to notice like a bunch of different kind of gruff, grizzly looking dudes walking in and out. Like you're, just, you're assuming their shift's going to be over. So like, there's some of our security over there. There's the, there's the other miners, but you, what you want to do is you want to take that lift straight down and then go right to the left.
2: You go right to the left or left to the right? You're going to go straight to the left.
0: Um, while we're here, I'm going to ask if there's anyone that has any information about um, any kind of monster sightings and say that uh, there's some free beer in it if you can give us any information.
3: One of the guards, uh, Gary Crocky, he's going to kind of look over and he's going to say,
0: Yeah, we saw it. We got wiped out. Where? Us. And how did we get there?
3: Again, you go straight down, make that left, and then you're going to notice a small clearing. Um, you can just keep going. You can't miss it.
0: And uh, is there anyone scheduled to go down there? Not today. When? We're, we're, we're
3: said to break ground on the iron.
0: Uh, when's the uh, next time they're scheduled? Because we would like to go down with them. Two days
3: from now. They're going to bring in Troy and his group down there.
0: Okay. I'm going to make mention to the rest of our group and just our group that it might be better to follow them, so that if something happens, we have a way to get out.
2: Cannon fodder. Yes. Yeah.
0: Because um, you just
2: have to be able to run faster than everybody else. So, I, I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. I want to interrupt you as much as I possibly can. Can I drop my mind illusion stealthily and then try to like look around to see if there's anything that's not what it should be? So you're going to immediately disappear in front of? Some no, I, I was planning to like walk away out of sight of. There's a lot of people around there. Well, I don't care if like random miners that are probably drunk see me. Okay, I care if the lady sees me. You can try. Okay, you so you
3: will try. What, what do
2: you want to roll a stealth check to like sneak away and like become invisible stealthily? Yeah, because I mean
3: you're essentially just looking like an apparition fading away in broad daylight. Yeah, pretty much. And it's gonna be with disadvantage because you are. Yeah, I figured. Because you are still farty McFart face right now.
2: All right, how is a mathsard 15.
3: On the plus side, everyone seems pretty occupied or there's like a there's a really weird air in the air right now. Everyone's kind of nervous around this um around this. But for, so yeah, you you kind of operate away, but I'm going to leave you with this image. Kind of pulling a a big boy skinny penis on there. Um the camera kind of pans into the mine down the down the uh, elevator shaft there, slightly to the left, in the, in the dark deep, you see a small blink and um, fangs and shortened breath. Almost like a, lo- almost like a size <sighs> and some fog or something like condensation coming out of the mouth or like when you on a cold day. And then pan out Peter pan out Pitter patter
2: Crunchy pan
3: Or creamy pan And (laughs) that'll be that tonight boys Creamy peep pan Uh,
0: Are you recording right now Okay cool Um.
3: Simmons
0: Simmons Hey hey Roll me over Simmons Hey, hey! Guess what? I'm a pickle.
2: I'm pickle crog.
0: It's the salty boys, and I, I we'll always love you. I love you. And I- Truly. It's not bourbon. And etching!